Your On The Mark podcast is loading now. The On The Mark podcast is sponsored by the Sunbury Motor Company, family-owned dealership since 1915, 4th Street in Sunbury, and Sunbury Motors Kia on Routes 11 and 15 Hummel's Wharf. WKOK presents On The Mark. It's a chance to voice your opinion on the events that affect life in the Susquehanna Valley. Now, here are your hosts for On The Mark, Mark Lawrence and Jill McGranahan. Good morning, buddy. Good morning. It's great to see you again on this, what is February, the whatever it is. 20th? 20th, is that Yeah, right? when you're retired, it doesn't matter. No, one day blends into the next, you know. What day is this? Uh, it must be Monday because I wasn't here the last three days. <laughs> okay. What other day? Other I'm here. Day? Oh, it's President's Day. Did you bone up on presidents like I asked you to? I can tell you everything you want to know about presidents. Without boning up on... <laughs> yeah, that's, I believe that's probably true. You don't need to bone up. You you have the knowledge top of the mind. Not all. Not all. Though. That apple tree thing, or uh, yeah, cherry tree thing, that's a myth, right? Uh, yeah, there's very little proof that George Washington actually chopped down the cherry tree or threw a dollar across the Potomac. River. Oh, I got those cleared up. Okay, and who got stuck in the tub? Uh, that was uh, supposedly Howard William Howard Taft. But? Uh, well, I don't know if he maybe he did get stuck in the tub. Don't know. H.L. Mencken, you remember him, the famous writer? I knew newspaper, of him, yeah. Newspaper man, right? He was, he was bored one day, and he was looking for something to write about. So he wrote that Millard Fillmore was the first president to put a bathtub in the White House. Oh. He wasn't, but he decided to make that story. And it's people to this day quote that Millard... Millard Fillmore was the first person to put a bathtub in the White House, simply because there were very few achievements in the Millard Fillmore administration. <laughs> Mencken was looking for one. Quite, quite. And so, how did they bathe prior to them? I think they had a facility where they brought in a tub and did bird baths. Okay. Don't you remember the old Wash West tubs. movies where somebody's sitting in a tub and people are bringing boiling water in and pouring mm-hmm. it in? Well, that's pretty much the way they did. Okay. I think he meant it by bathtub. They meant one with running water. Okay. And what year was that? Well. It didn't happen. H.L. Mencken made it up. I don't know what year they actually put a White House bathtub in. What year was Millard Fillmore in, though? Oh, the 18. 1840s. Okay. So pre-plumbing, for sure. Yes. Okay. Well, no, they had, they had rudimentary plumbing. They oh, had, no kidding. They had water, uh, brought water into the cities in pipes. Okay. Wooden pipes, believe it or not. Okay. Wow, fantastic. I know when we toured the mansions up at Newport, Rhode Island, the, of course, when money was no object, they had you know, plumbing uh, after the turn of the century here in the U.S. So one of them also had uh, ocean water. You could take an ocean water tub if you wanted to. (laughs) One of the taps carried ocean water. Well, if you ever want to see how really extraordinarily magnificent the pre-plumbing facilities could be, take a visit to Wheatland in Lancaster um, and look at the outhouse there. Hmm. Okay. That was President Buchanan's outhouse. It had, like, I think it was a six-holer. There were (laughs) holes for young people. There were holes for adults, and the place had a heater in it. 
Oh my or gosh. furnace in it. It's a Cadillac coming yeah, out. It was. I mean, if you had to go outside to do your business, that was the place to do that it. That was the way to go. <laughs> All right. Well, fantastic, so to speak. <laughs> Get it? That's the way to go? Yeah, yeah anyway. Well, when you got to go, you got to go. So, uh, let's see. Uh, Abraham Lincoln wrote the Gettysburg Address on what? Supposedly the back of an envelope on his way to Gettysburg, but there's very little support for that. And how many, how many original copies of the whole address are there? I think there were two original copies. Uh, I may be wrong in that. There might have been a third, but I think he did, he did have an original draft. And the original draft, I, you're asking me to really test my memory, was, was placed somewhere a few years ago, probably in the, uh, the National Archives. But okay. um, he did have... I don't know what he did with it. You know, but his speech was panned, and even he thought it was bad at the time he mm -hmm. gave it. And, you know, even I, I, my favorite story of years ago is the reporter at the Harrisburg Patriot at the time wrote that it was a few in, inconsequential words that are best forgotten quickly. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> and about, uh, about 10 years ago, the Patriot officially apologized. I think it was on the Oh, I remember that. <laughs> yeah, we talked about that on this yeah. show. They were finally saying sorry for panning the, uh, the dissing, Gettysburg Address. Dissing the president. Well, it's a wonderful speech that a lot of people recite nowadays, and it's short enough so that smart people can do it from memory. And uh, they do it at functions. They do it in the Northumberland Cemetery on Memorial Day. And uh, you see it other places, too. I always liked the column David Brinkley did years ago, and I got to meet him, and I, I talked to him about it because it always stuck with me. He thought that no, no, nothing should be ever published that wouldn't fit on one quarter of an eight and a half by 11 sheet of paper. Oh my gosh, he pointed one out, quarter of it. He pointed out Lincoln's Gettysburg Address and the Lord's Prayer both fit in that, okay. that category, and that nothing has been written since or before that was more consequential. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. And you saw him at a PAB function? PAB function, right. I got to meet him and uh, I was talking to him about that. It stuck with me. I'm not certain when I would talk to him about it, I'm not certain he remembered it, but it's always stuck with me. Right. Right. Well, that's the way it always is when you meet somebody famous. Yep. They meet a gazillion Joes. <laughs> right. But there's only one of him. One more person to fade into the woodwork. Right. So, okay. And, of course, it, we're celebrating President's Day. That's how we got Are we? How topic. do we celebrate it? Well, we observe it, I guess. Okay. And, well, schools are off, so some kids, if they don't want school, they're celebrating. And if kids do, if kids <laughs> do want school, they're doing some homework or learning something at home anyway. Yeah. Well, you know, I think it's, it's sad to note on President's Day that Jim Carter is entering into what will probably be the final days of his life. He's abandoned um, medical care for hospice mm -hmm. care. I often said he was he was the worst president, one of the worst presidents we ever had, but absolutely the best ex-president we ever had. Okay. When you stop and look at him, he didn't make a fortune. He just did pitched in and did work to help people. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. You and know, the Carter Center is doing actual good in the yep. community. You hear from them and their people and talking about things. Uh, let's see. So he's one of the one of the best ex presidents we've oh, ever had. He is the best ex president we ever had. I think. Who's second? Who, who until Carter came along? Who was a great ex president? I would think Harry Truman would fit there. Okay. One because of the things he, he did. Would, he was offered. He was offered a corporate directorships. Uh, uh, that would have paid him a great deal of money. And when he retired, he was buying his own stamps because there was no uh, provision to provide no an office or, or space for ex-presidents. Well, there was a pension, but there was no office, you know, uh, covering uh, expenses for an ex-president. And he said to the people that wanted to hire him, you know, you don't want me. You want the office of the presidency of the United States, and it's not for sale. Mm. 
Okay. So unlike some many former presidents who have become absolutely filthy rich after they left office, Harry Truman lived in the same house in Independence, Missouri that he lived in when he and Bess first got married. Interesting. The uh, Yeah, it's funny how closely tied wealth is to our modern presidents, particularly in the past 20 years. You know, we follow this and we follow their wealth, and we look how President Obama and Michelle are... Uh, and the Clintons. Are highly claim they left, they left office practically penniless, and now they're multimillionaires. Right, highly successful authors and speakers. I guess that's part of it. And so that... I mean, they've they earned actually their wealth. wrote those books. Well, I don't know. Um, <laughs> it's hard to say. I don't. I don't know such things. Although people, you could probably look it up and find out. You know whether they had a ghostwriter. Even so, they're probably inspired by presidential thoughts. You know. So, uh, well, I had a thought yesterday. Right. I thought that these <laughs> documents. I thought these documents were declassified. So, right story. We that. talk a lot about that. Of course, President Trump was already a glonksillionaire before he went in office. And it's funny how when um, his family would trade on the family name while he was in office, that, that brought a little bit of scrutiny, but uh, everybody else trades on the, <laughs> the family name, the Biden name. I mean, look at this whole Hunter thing is a influence peddling thing that brought great wealth to Hunter. And yep. um, let's see, the uh, Carter, of course, never made a dollar from really being president, right? I mean, no books, nothing like that that I recall. Uh, Certainly no big bestsellers from Jimmy Carter. Write, I think he did write a book. Okay. I, I t- Do you think stuff. he really wrote that, though? I don't know. <laughs> but, you know, the, one of the real tragedies was President Franklin Pierce. On his way to be inaugurated in Washington, he had his son and his family with him in a train. The train wrecked, and his son was killed. Mm. And all three of his sons, all three of his children, died in their infant or in young adulthood, if you will. Tragedy. You know, he only sought one term, only ran once. So we've had a few assassinations, unfortunately. How many presidents have died in office? Well, let's see. There was Abraham Lincoln. Oh, no, I'm sorry. The first was... Uh, well, died Tippecanoe. of natural causes. Yeah, Tippecanoe. Um, he died, who else? Tippecanoe. And Tyler, too. Oh, okay. Thank <laughs> you don't remember that? <laughs> uh, no, sorry. <laughs> it was way before my time. Oh, and yours, I might add. Yes, I know. All right, well, you you look that up in, in your brain. <laughs> I, I, I emphasize that Joe has this in his brain. He's just using the computer. We're refreshing. We're talking about presidents. On the Mark is sponsored by the Sunbury Motor Company. It's William Henry Harrison. And he died in office of? Uh, he supposedly ate on a, on a hot August day. He ate uh, cherries and drank uh, milk, unpasteurized milk. Okay. And supposedly that's what killed him. A terrible combination, eh? Uh, I don't know. I never well, tried who it. who died of pneumonia shortly after taking Oh, office? that was... Uh, Gosh, <laughs> on the market. He was only president for 45 days or so. You're, you're the, really pushing me this morning. On the mar- I, I put it in your <laughs> note. I said to you on Friday, we're going to talk about this, and then I put it in the note I sent you. Anyway, it shows you how much of my notes you read. <laughs> on the market, sponsored by the Sunbury Motor Company. Check them out at sunburymotors.com. Our telephone line is open if you want to weigh in on our presidential discussion. Joe's been the president of the Central Pennsylvania Chamber of Commerce, so he uh, is an ex-president. He's president of Borough County. Right now in Sealand's uh, Cove, he's also been president of some other things too, so he can tell us about those. Uh, you can call us five seven zero seven four three nine five six five. That's five seven.
770-743-WKOK. You can email us at onthemark at WKOK.com. And you can text us at 70236. Include the keyword OTM. We would just love to hear from you in whatever medium you wish to contact us. Texting, just use your cell phone at seven ze- and send us a message at 70236. But after you dial that or in the body of your message, put OTM and then a space. doesn't even have to be caps. just has to be OTM. Email on the mark at WKOK.com. Got them mixed up. Okay. Okay. It was Zachary Taylor who ate the pe- uh, cherries and okay. milk and died in office. But William Henry Harrison had the shortest presidential reign, a couple of days, 41 days, I think it was. He died from pneumonia. He went outside without a hat and coat for his inauguration, stood in the rain, and caught pneumonia. Okay. But you don't catch colds, the doctors tell us today. But Well, they did back then. But, okay, <laughs> but being cold might make you vulnerable, and then uh, you, maybe you're his immunity was down. So, uh, but anyway, no case. We had the first two die in office of natural causes. Then Abraham Lincoln, James Garfield, and William McKinley were assassinated. Then Warren G. Harding died of a heart attack. Franklin D. Roosevelt died of an aneurysm. And then Jack Kennedy was assassinated. Hmm. Those are the presidents who have died Isn't in that office. something? And now we're about to elect one or the other of an 80-year-old. So, you know, you're into the range where people die of natural causes at those Now we're going, to, we're going to elect a younger person from the new generation. And we think that's what we're going to do? Okay, well, if Joe Biden doesn't run, that's very likely. If he does run, I think he's probably going to get reelected. If Trump is the Republican nominee, Biden's definitely getting reelected. All right, folks, well, we're talking about presidents, and now we just put politics on top of it. What's your view on these topics? 570-743-9565. We will be right back. Mm-hmm. When car repairs get difficult. Well, I, I just don't know. Um, me neither. We get good. Sunbury Motors. More than quality new and used cars, Sunbury Motors specializes in complicated auto repair diagnosis. They can handle intricate repairs and even complete auto body with service open Monday through Friday, 7 till 4. And Sunbury Motors has made simple repairs easy. Maintaining your vehicle is necessary. Finding the time to do it is difficult. Welcome to Sunbury Motors Quick Lane. Open 7 till 4, Monday through Friday. Just walk in or call ahead. Relax in their remodeled waiting room with Wi-Fi, beverages, and snacks. Will Sunbury Motors factory train techs take care of your oil change, tire alignments, brakes, and inspections. Quick Lane, 630 to 6, Monday through Friday, Saturday, 630 till 2. Sunbury Motors, Ford and Hyundai, North 4th Street, Sunbury, and Sunbury Motors, Kia, routes 11 and 15 in Hummel's Wharf. We take the out of auto repair. To prove that mobile from Pantella Data Business Voice brings the office everywhere you are, I'm to connect with my team while falling 15,000 feet. We're here, boss. We hear you loud and clear. Right, it. You know, companies today need affordable cloud-based unlimited calling, conferencing, mobile synergy, and easy upgrades to grow with your business to keep you, well, truly mobile. Pantella Data Business Voice. Anywhere you are. Janice? Yeah, boss? Yeah, I'm going to need a little help. I'm Rocky Mosell with StarRegistry.com. Since we were children, we've been told to reach for the stars. It was great advice. Now it's a great gift. 
Name a star after someone. For $54 and a call to 800-282-3333 or visit StarRegistry.com, we will name a star after someone very special to you and send an incredible personalized gift. The new star name will be recorded in book form in the U.S. Copyright Office. Call the Star Registry, 800-282-3333 or visit StarRegistry.com for the hottest gift. Weatherproof your day with the AccuWeather app by checking your daily, hourly, and minute-by-minute forecast. With precise details pinpointed to your exact street address, you will have access to exclusive features like Minutecast and Real Feel, all backed by AccuWeather's team of over 100 expert meteorologists. The AccuWeather app is your most reliable source of weather information, so you can plan your day with confidence. Download the AccuWeather app today. What's for dinner? Burgers? After last week? No thanks. Avoiding foods due to fear of diarrhea, gas, bloating, stomach pain, or loose oily stools? It may not be just stomach issues. It could be EPI, or exocrine pancreatic insufficiency. EPI can cause uncomfortable symptoms because it's a condition where the pancreas doesn't release enough digestive enzymes to break down food. But EPI can be managed. Use the symptom checker on identifyepi.com and talk to your doctor about your symptoms. That's identifyepi.com. Sponsored by Abby. Welcome back to WKOK Live Telephone Talk Show on the mark. Uh, Stan has dialed 570-743-9565. Stan, you're on the mark. Go right ahead. Good morning. Happy President's Day. <laughs> Although the president we have right now isn't. It doesn't make me happy, but anyways, uh, Mark, you made a statement that uh, oh, okay. oh, come on, now. as as the Trumps when Trump was in office, the kids, uh, uh, what, did, what? How did you put it? Traded on his name, right? Is that, that how you put it? Yeah, they all okay. Let me let me ask you something, okay. Mark. Okay, was was Trump known around the world before he became president? Absolutely, globally. Okay, so how do you trade on your name? Why you're president that you didn't do before? What's the difference? Well, they started up businesses or redoubled them while he was president. I mean, you, 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 I think you're making an okay point that maybe they didn't need any advancement. You know, they're all entrepreneurs and business people. They all start, have lots of money to invest and start their own business. That was just an aside. If you want to say that that's 100% perfectly normal and okay, it certainly is normal and okay for people with a recognizable name to capitalize on it for their businesses and so on. But it, it, it's not like any of the businesses that they started have become this big household name that, you know, they're, they're not the next meta or anything. So, but they were cashing it on. But, you know, there's there's nothing wrong with that. It's 100% above board. You know, you can argue, well, you shouldn't use the White House as the top of your calling card. But uh, what about Hunter? I mean, that's... Uh, 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 he's selling influence, as far as we can tell, just trading on the Biden name. We certainly have a lot of unanswered questions because we haven't seen all of Biden's hunters and the president's finances. I think that'll show the money train a little bit better. But uh, we do certainly do know that Hunter had no discernible skills of his own other than being, you know, a recovering addict, you know, whatever that's worth. So that's more diabolical, in my view, than just making sure that you're using the Trump name who happens to be president to forward a business. Bingo! You're right on. Hot but, uh, Hunter had no skills to do anything that he was getting paid for. From what it, what everything is 
been put out there shows. Well, no, he did. So, yeah, no, no, right. no, no, no. He did pass gas on many occasions. <laughs> what? Verizon <laughs> Gas Company. Probably on video too. <laughs> oh, here we go. Yeah. <laughs> I understand he's quite an authority on gas. Yeah, among other things. Smoking oregano, I think it was. Uh, or was it Parmesan cheese? I forget what he told was it Leslie Stahl. Anyways, uh, but that's enough about that. I do have something to say, though, from what I, I read an article, and it was in the Epic Times, that uh, the Biden administration is negotiating with a treaty, and I think they're not the only one. Uh, we're not the only country. A bunch of countries are trying to negotiate a treaty to make the WHO... Totally responsible and for pandemic response around the world. And you don't mean Pete Townsend and the rest of that crew, right? No, I, I mean the World Health Organization. <laughs> okay. Okay, that's now that's what it is. And but there's, you know, with treaties with the U.S., the, the Senate has to approve them by what two thirds or three quarters majority. I forget one or the other. Correct. If a treaty is proposed. Uh, two-thirds. Is it two-thirds? I'm not I certain about know. that. <laughs> I, I don't know. Either way. Either way. On. But it's not a simple majority. Okay. It's not. Okay. <laughs> but there's written into the, there's a clause written into this proposal that and even if they don't approve it, say the Senate or legislative body of any of these countries, I think a lot of countries have legislative bodies, have to approve treaties. That if you're a signature to this arrangement that it will come into effect even if it's not approved by the legislative body that's written into the agreement that they're working on okay it hasn't happened yet so my thinking is did the who do such a wonderful job during the last pandemic that we want to give them authority over us in the next one that may come down well that's why we have hearings yeah. and it is a two-thirds vote required in the senate Okay. okay. So that, I'm just throwing that out there. Let people think about it. What's going on? And we're not being told a lot about it. You're on. And in my opinion, the, the who should it do have no say over our pandemic relief. Your arms have response. to be. Your arms have to be very sore. Why is that? Because you're always throwing things out there. <laughs> <laughs> well, stirring the pot, throwing it out there. You know, you, you, I do get tired of stirring the pot some days, but you know, whatever. <laughs> well, this is one of those areas where maybe just having a Republican-controlled Senate won't be enough to either initiate or block anything. We it's don't have defense. a we don't have a Republican-controlled Senate. Okay, so no, we don't. <laughs> anyway, sorry. Well, having a Democrat although right now it's, it's uh, right now right. it's fifty-fifty because one of our United States senators is taking advantage of his excellent health care to spend some time in the hospital. He's on sick days, right? Taking sick days. Yeah, I seen something. I think I think I read it in the paper that it's going to be a longer treatment than they originally thought. Yeah, he said he's live, likely to be there for weeks. Right, that's yeah, what I so, heard. Yeah, the we're, we're not being represented here in the state, are we? No, they, they say constituent service is happening, but representation in, uh, well, in a manner of speaking, isn't happening, but certainly not happening on the floor of the Senate or during voting. What, what amazes me, and I give the guy a great deal of credit for getting the help he needs. Put, take that off the table. He did the right thing. But, you know, he did not release his medical records before he, uh, when he was running, and nothing in the campaign ever came up about him having had depression on and off again during his life. 
So really, I think he missold or he misled the Amer the people of Pennsylvania into voting for him. Well, and we were left with a terrible choice, either that or a clear carpetbagger who really had no discernible... Well, the carpetbagger would have been there to represent us, at least. Well, you think so. Yeah. Is that what he was well, going to do? What do you think he was going to do? <laughs> I think he was going to take care of whatever it takes for him to be uh, himself. Oh, okay. Now, so now here, here's what the Bloomsburg paper had in their an editorial note about this. They said because of the uh, the, the 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 disgraced President Trump interfering in Pennsylvania election, that's why Fetterman got elected. Because any other Republican could have got elected. Eh, maybe. I don't know. Okay, I didn't vote for Oz in the primary. I put out that out there a long time ago, so I don't know. But I did vote for Oz in the general election. So, but could he have or couldn't he have? I don't know. And, and but you know, they wanted to blame Trump for it. Eh, I, I I don't know if that's the case or not. But it's neither here nor there. We got what we got, and but we're not getting anything, right? All right. Well, hopefully we're going to get a United States senator who's got his health problems behind him when he finishes this treatment. We'll keep our fingers crossed. Well, if he's still having the hearing issues and stuff that he has from the stroke, we're still not getting good good representation. I understand okay, that. Okay, because special needs and all that. I did see on, on one of the weekend news shows that he does apparently still need help in understanding what's going on around him. Right. Oh, yeah, he's got all his uh, adaptations at his desk and in his yeah. office. Yeah. All that's so, happening. So I, I'm going to ask a question here. Okay, he was in a classified briefing about the balloons, but he needed to have his... The computer set there, or whatever it is that they translate stuff for him, because from what I've been seeing in the news, that what he hears is basically what the teachers sounded like on a, on a Peanuts cartoon. Okay, blah, 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 blah. That's okay. basically what they're saying he hears. So, in a classified <laughs> briefing, my understanding of everything that goes on in a classified briefing, no electronic devices of any kind are allowed in or out of the briefing. So if he has a computer in there, and that stuff's being translated onto the computer, what do they do with it afterwards? Well, hopefully they erase you it. Erase it. Or maybe it belongs well, we, to them. We hope. Maybe it belongs to them and they keep it. You know, they just let him use their theirs for a short time. You can use my phone for a short time and then give it back kind of thing. Who knows? I'm sure they're yeah. handling this. If one thing we can probably count on actually happening pretty well now is keeping an eye on classified yes. documents <laughs> and information. Unless they send uh, a balloon uh, for a short time. They might, might send a balloon over to take a look at it. Right. Yeah, let it right. traverse the U.S. for a week, yeah, before okay. we finally decide to get rid of it. Thank mm -hmm. you, sir. Okay. Appreciate your call. All right, have a good day. Yep, yep. enjoy yep. it. has a message for him. says, since Stan doesn't seem to understand, China fast-tracked 41 trademarks to companies associated with Ivanka Trump, all of which she applied for after her father became president. Influence peddling? But I guess Stan thinks it's okay when a Republican does it and bad when a Democrat does. Signed by EB. Well, I think it's bipartisan. I think everybody's trading on their name one way or another. Obamas are selling books and speeches, and the Clintons are selling books and speeches, and uh, Trump's just capitalizing on the name across the board, whether he's president or not. That's why I vote for Jimmy Carter and um, uh, Harry Truman as best ex-president. <laughs> right. Because they enjoyed their uh, 
with a largesse of being president who had no appeal to them. All right, we have another email from EB. You want to do this now? Yeah, we can do this. Break? I think we have time. Uh, emails, text messages, and other testimony reveals that prominent Fox News hosts knew Donald Trump's claims of fraud in the 2020 election were false, yet continued to peddle his conspiracy theories anyway. This came out Thursday in a 192-page filing by Dominion Voting Services in their lawsuit against Fox News. Tucker Carlson, Sean Hannity, and Laura Ingram all privately expressed that they knew Trump and his allies Rudy Giuliani and Sidney Powell were pushing voter fraud claims without any evidence, and yet they spread those lies on their shows knowing their viewers would believe them. This is more proof that Fox isn't news. It's right-wing propaganda. Most conservatives get their news from Fox, ironically, because they don't trust the media. As a result of this inaccurate reporting, the network is partially responsible for Republican voters living in an alternate reality that eventually helped lead to the January 6th insurrection. It's already an issue that conservatives don't trust accurate reporting that doesn't reflect what they want to be true, especially when it comes to Trump. Knowingly spreading falsehoods is not reporting, and it certainly isn't fair and balanced. When half of the country gets their information from a source that intentionally promotes lies, we've got a major problem. I'm sure you'll read my message in mocking tone. Well, gee, I didn't do that, did I? You forgot. Well, probably because you hadn't pre-read it. Uh, No, I hadn't pre-read it. (laughs) He would have if he knew. Uh, Yeah, I'll go back and read it in a mocking tone. I'm sure you'll read my message in a mocking tone and then make fun of the point I'm making because that's what usually happens. But I hope there will be some acknowledgement that Fox News is not the credible source it claims to be. But bear in mind, E.B., these are the talking heads. These are not Fox News reporters. Uh, meaning commentators. Commentators. That's what you're saying, right? Yes, regular old potatoes. Commentators. Well, they're still using the Fox News. Okay, okay, Sunbury. If it's your... News Radio 1070 WKOK presents On the Mark. It's a chance to voice your opinion on the events that affect life in the Susquehanna Valley. Now, here are your hosts for On the Mark, Mark Lawrence and Joe McGranahan. Greetings. Welcome back to the KOK Live Telephone Talk Show. On the Mark, I'm Mark Lawrence. Mr. Joe is across from me. He's been president of at least three different entities that I can think of, maybe more. Joe, have you been president of other things? Borough Council, Mayor? Well, Mayor's not president of anything. No, I've been a president a few times. In okay, president of Borough Council, president of the Central Pennsylvania Chamber of Commerce, or uh, Greater Susquehanna Valley Chamber of Commerce. State Association of Broadcasters. There you go. Natural-born <laughs> president. Why didn't you ever want to be president of the United States? Actually, right now, I'm a vice president. Of the United States? <laughs> no. Oh. <laughs> Pennsylvania State Mayor's Association. We could use a good vice president right now. We could. All right. Unfortunately, I'm otherwise engaged. Okay. I got you. Okay. <laughs> no, you're not taking her out. You're just talking. You're right. just leading. I meant I have other efficient to fry. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, plus you're almost 80 years old. Too old to be president. Well, you know, not without taking a cognitive test like Haley wants me to do. Could you be president of the United States of America at age 79? I wouldn't run for it. Okay. I mean, I think I'm pretty sharp, but, you know, right. you slow down over the years, you know. Right. Absolutely. Yeah, my father, when he was 80, was super sharp, you know, and active, and <laughs> he's healthier than I was. Practically <laughs> still is. 
One hundreds. of my friends says to me, you're losing it. Mm-hmm. Right. You're <laughs> slipping. That's my favorite <laughs> line for my lovely bride. Tells you, oh, you're slipping. Yeah, right. <laughs> I mean, thank well you. Be. Thank you. Good to know. All right. Well, welcome on board, everybody. It is the WKOK Live Telephone Talk Show. On the mark, fabulous producer on the other side of the glass, Mr. Rob Center, has been taking great care of us all morning long. So we appreciate that. If you want to put him to work, you have to dial 570-743-9565. We talked a little bit about presidents and trading on their name, how Biden, Trump, Obama, Clinton all traded on their name, while Carter and Ford, to the best of my ability, made nothing from their great names uh, as uh, Ford after they left office. Ford, yeah, well, he didn't make any, uh, wrote no books mm, accepted, that I recall. He accepted a directorship. I'm trying to remember what mm, company, okay. but he did. Well, he was, a, he was a smart guy to start with, so maybe that's part of it. Good Not speaker of the house so. and everything. So, uh, yeah, so we would love to talk to you about that. What's your view on this uh, trading of your name for as after president or during president or beforehand? And uh, influence peddling is sort of the accusation against, well, it's not sort of the accusation against Hunter Biden. It's pretty much the accusation against him, so um, among the accusations against him. So what's your view on those topics? 5707. Four three nine five six five. You can email us at on the mark at wkok.com, and you can text us at seven zero two three six. On the mark is brought to you by the Sunbury Motor Company. It's a family-owned dealership since nineteen fifteen. They have two main locations: Fourth Street in Sunbury and Routes eleven and fifteen in Hummel's Wharf. And they also have another address that you should write down: that's sunburymotors.com. And they have the Quick Lane on North Fourth Street, where they specialize in all types of service on vehicles, state and inspections, nitrogen for your tires. they got a body shop, an alignment shop, a heavy truck shop, a light truck shop, uh, tons of tires and sales, and you name it. They'll take good care of you at the Sunbury Motor Company. It's quick lane, uh, Monday through Friday, 6.30 a.m. to 6 p.m., Saturday, 6.30 a.m. to 2 p.m. You can find them on the web at sunburymotors.com. Check out their online specials. You can build a Ford or Hyundai or Kia to your precise specifications, and they would just love to do business with you. They're also a premier service provider for all makes of cars and trucks. Doesn't matter what kind of vehicle you got, they can fix it. And if they can't, they got the book, they'll look it up. And they are master towing service with decades of experience. They can tow uh, just one little motorcycle that won't start, all the way up to a great big 18-wheeler uh, that uh, fell down an embankment. They can fix it. And so that's the Sunbury Motor Company. They'd love to do business with you. they got great Hyundais, Kias, and Fords. And if you're one of them career changers out there, uh, they might be the place to go. They're looking for some uh, more folks to be to join the uh, what hundred and a half folks that are employed by the Sunbury Motor Company so uh, give that some serious thought as well on the mark brought to you by the Sunbury Motor Company our toll-free line is open 570-743-9565 you can email us at on the market and text us at 70236 right in the middle of a discussion about Fox News our good friend EB sent us a note and she says uh, that according to the uh, clipping she looked at the Fox News uh, commentators that are on in the evening knew and 100% knew that the false cl- the claims of President Trump that the election being stolen were false, but they uh, advocated uh, for those false claims anywhere. Fox simply says, well, that's free speech. Tough it out. If you don't like it, it's our opinion. We can say whatever we want on the air. So. Well, I think we'd have to go back and listen to what they said. Did they, did they repeat it as Trump saying it, or did they actually say they believed it? 
Well, they had serious... Oh, I'll go back to what they said on the right. TV show. Well, they certainly advocated for Trump and his lies. So sure, We'll talk did. about that. We'd love to hear... Just as MSNBC oh, advocates for the lies of the left. <laughs> uh, not true. Not true, Paul. True, it's not true, the same true. thing. Yes, it Not is. the same thing. All right. Let's do the brief news headlines here. Thon is in the books and destroyed last year's record, raising over $15 million. It's the second straight year they've set another fundraising record. Last time was 13 point. $7 million. Funding goes to the Four Diamonds Fund at Penn State Children's Hospital to help fight childhood cancer. THON, the largest uh, student-run philanthropy in the world. Of course, it's all Penn State students who do, do, did this on campus. WHTM is reporting Governor Josh Shapiro announced uh, last night he's ordering U.S. and Commonwealth flags to fly at half-staff in honor of the Temple University police officer Christopher Fitzgerald killed in the line of duty. All U.S. and Commonwealth flags are ordered at half-staff staff at Commonwealth facilities, public buildings, and grounds across the Commonwealth of Pennsylvania. The flags will be at half-staff immediately in honor of the officer who was killed by an 18-year-old who was an accused robber on the Temple campus. Penn State University, oh, check that, scratch that, no more Penn State. State Police, Pennsylvania State Police in Sealands Grove made a series of arrests over the weekend. They called it the Mardi Gras Holiday Weekend. They had roving DUI patrols and DUI checkpoints. They did not disclose how many individuals they encountered, but they did make two DUI arrests and one drug arrest, also a weapons arrest. Upcoming are more DUI enforcement efforts, this time next month in Northumberland County. Stonington troopers say they're going to be stepping up patrols with DUI checkpoints during the month of March. Another major improvement starts soon at Hoofnago Park in downtown Lewisburg. This time the work will be on a portion of the park from Marcus Street to St. Louis Street. Then council at their council meeting on the third Tuesday in February will look at a motion to go out to bid. So this project will be out to bid during March. And based on the funding limitations and so forth, we have to be under construction May 1st. And that's Steve Beatty, Borough Project Manager, also happens to be the head of the Cedarcock Joint Rail Authority. Says officials are wrapping up design. They'll go out to bid next month, and they hope to have the work starting May 1st in Hoofnago Park in Lewisburg. Transitions of PA, along with Mobile Health of Evangelical, hosting a free women's health screening for victims of domestic violence. That is Wednesday of this week. We have the details. Tales at WKOK.com. One could ask before I read this story, why not just get rid of the LCB altogether? Another state lawmaker wants to allow ready-to-drink beverages or canned cocktails in grocery stores and other locations not operated by state stores. Uh, Pennsylvania Senator Mike Regan of York County said in a memo to House members that the prepackaged liquor products are currently only allowed to be sold at state stores because the base alcohol is liquor. Unfortunately, only limited products are currently being offered at grocery stores. I understand you can buy these slushies now at grocery stores. So Well, it's just, let's have booze everywhere. Well, you know, <laughs> uh, it, 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 it prompts the big question. Why even have the PLCB stores if you're just going to sell everything? Let everybody sell everything. Right, exactly. We can go and buy marijuana, cocaine. We can get right. it all right at the corner grocery store. Now I mean, you're I, talking. I'm a, I, I, I find it hard, and I, I, you know, like I do the grocery shopping in our family. I'm appalled by the amount of space that they allow beer and wine in grocery stores. I came there to buy food, not to get booze. What's in direct correlation to demand and profit? I don't. I never see anybody shopping in those aisles. I'm, they 
must sell this stuff. But I mean, how many bottles of wine do you need? Like Giant has like, thousands of bottles of wine. Well, they want to the, the, beers. If you need a wine, they want it. Wine lasts for years, so they can probably <laughs> hold on to it. I wine every day on this program. Uh, no argument there. <laughs> well, and the uh, Wises has the pick six where you get to take a six pack and fill it up with all different beers. Oh, I hey, like to do that. Cool. Yeah, that's yeah, cool. so you can fill it up like a couple Molson, a couple Budweiser, a couple, you know, uh, Heineken's, a couple... Uh, I what? think beer, it makes sense to sell beer, I think, at a grocery store because a lot of people drink that with meals. Of course, a lot of people drink wine with meals, too, so I guess that makes as much sense as the beer. Yeah, but now we're going to do but canned now we're gonna cocktails. But now we're going to have cocktails. Canned cocktails. So yeah, we're, let's just get rid of it. And you already have slushies. Next, we're going to have rent a bartender. <laughs> you know, and you'll check a bartender out. He'll take him home. He'll mix the drinks for you. She'll mix the drinks for you. <laughs> All right. No, it's true. It's mostly women today, isn't it? Yep. All right. Finally... Joe, this is going to get you irritated. I know. I'll just admit that right oh, up front. Good. High schools have to have a lot of amenities if you want the kids to stay in school and not be homeschooled or join a cyber school. You might want to go back to high school in Indiana, where their Carmel High School is going viral over their enormous campus and their campus and their many amenities, like a planetarium although they have a planetarium at Danville High School, uh, a cafe and a market, a small market where kids can buy things to eat or other products that they may want, a symphony orchestra room, a radio and TV studio, which that that's good career-oriented stuff, absolutely. They also have fashion and jewelry rooms. The TikTok posts of the high school's nice amenities sparked a debate over the inequities of the American public school system. Some replied that their schools don't even have a cafeteria or air conditioning. So they promptly disabled the comments on the TikTok video. Well, that should I help schools. I understand that. <laughs> well, you know, it's funny because radio and TV production is something that they, they do teach in a number of schools, but you and I both know that the industry today employs far fewer people in those than those paths right. than they did a few years ago. It's not labor-intensive. No, not anymore. It's computer-intensive. But you still need to have a lot of editing skills in radio and, of course, video editing. These kids sure. pick it up like crazy when they get into high school. So they well, at least they have a planetarium. I want a career as a TikTok influencer. <laughs> <laughs> Supposedly pretty lucrative. Yeah, well, my grandson tells me that playing games can be lucrative, too, that there are people who make money playing these computer games. Oh, playing them. Yes, playing them. Wow. They have tournaments and such. Okay, and you can win win fabulous, pri- win fabulous money. prizes. All right, uh, on the mark now open, uh, Sunbury Motor Company, our sponsor. You can call us at 570-743-9565. You can email us at onthemarketwkok.com. You can text us at 70236. Include the keyword OT. I looked at uh, CBS News' story about this. uh, um, I'm sorry, this is CBS uh, carrying the AP story. It says hosts at Fox News had serious concerns about the allegations of voter fraud in the 2020 presidential election being made by guests who were allies of former President Donald Trump, according to court filings in a $1.6 billion defamation lawsuit against the network. Sidney Powell is lying. You remember that's. Right. that one lawyer uh, about
about having evidence for election fraud. Tucker Carlson told a producer about the attorney on November 16, 2020, according to an excerpt from an exhibit that remains under seal. Tucker said Sidney Powell is lying. The internal communication was included in a redacted summary judgment brief filed Thursday by attorneys for Dominion Voting System. Carlson also referred to Powell in a text as an unguided missile and dangerous as hell. Fellow host Laura Ingraham, uh, meantime, told Carlson that Powell is a complete nut and no one will work with her. Ditto with Rudy. Referring, <laughs> referring Rudy, to, well, you know who he's talking okay. about. But again, I go back She's to what did they actually say on the air? Did they present coast? Did they present guests who talked about this stuff? I don't watch these talking heads, so I don't really know. And I doubt that EB knows, other than she reads the stuff. Oh, no. It's anti Fox, and she's in favor of it. The brief is only like 30 pages. It would be readable if you're super. No, but I'm saying what they said on the air. Did they just present guests who said this? Did they question them? Did they ask them hard questions? Or did they just nod in agreement when they said, yeah, the election was stolen? I know the guests are listed, so the guests amplify this, but so did the hosts in their own comments and in their questioning. Well, all right. So, I mean, if you're if you're a guest, how many times in this program have you had a guest whose basic premise you completely disagreed with, but you you question <laughs> like them? Now comes to mind. Well, but you question them politely. You know, uh, right. we've had people in here. Well, that look at David Rowe. I don't agree with all of his uh, right, but you didn't policies. But nail him to the wall with hard, <laughs> no. difficult questions and insulting questions or challenge his opinions. You ask him how he felt every time and listen we, to him. Every time we ask a congressman a tough question, he won't come back anymore. Well, that's true. <laughs> I mean, look at Congressman <laughs> Keller and Marino. As soon as you ask him, say, "Well, look, most people want 24 weeks." They say, "Bah, forget it. I'm not coming back if you're going to ask me hard questions, or I'm not going to talk to you again, or whatever." Anyway, Dominion said some Fox News employees deliberately amplified false claims that Dominion had changed votes in the 2020 election, making Fox a platform for false and defamatory statements. Read that again, this first okay. sentence there. All right, well, I'll read the whole paragraph. How about that? All right. Denver-based Dominion, which sells electronic voting hardware and software, is suing both Fox News and parent company Fox Corporation. Dominion says some Fox News employees deliberately amplified false claims that Dominion had changed votes in the 2020 election and that false provided a platform for guests to make false and defamatory statements. Well, you know, again... The question is, did they know they, they were They provided false? a platform, that. you know. Well, isn't that what free speech is about? Somebody but see, doesn't, these hosts... Free these, speech doesn't have to be correct all the time, does it? But these commentators know that the information is false. All right, so uh, are, the question would be then, are you allowed to go into a theater and yell fire if you know that the theater's not on fire? No, you're not. But if you believe that someone is lying about something and you don't have absolute proof that they are... You have your opinion that they're lying, and though you, so you would say so and so is lying about this, but can you prove it? All right. And if they could prove it, if they had absolute proof that these people were lying and they didn't present it, then I would agree with EB. Right. But if it, if it was just a matter of saying, you know, on the totality of the information available to me, I don't believe they're <laughs> speaking the truth. All right. That's a different scenario, my friend. Well, and that's part of what, and this is, uh, it's, it's going to take the preponderance of the evidence to get Fox in this because of what you say is true. You know, they're able to lie on the radio if, or lie on TV if they so choose. And the Fox attorneys told CBS that their own summary judgment brief is that Carl's son repeatedly questioned Powell's claims in his broadcast. 
broadcast. When we kept pressing, she got angry and told us to stop contacting her, Carlson told viewers in 2020. Fox attorneys say Dominion's own public relations firm expressed skepticism in 2020 as to whether the network's coverage was defamatory. They also point to an email October 30, 2020, just days before the election, which Dominion's director of product strategy and security complained that the company's products were just riddled with bugs, unquote. <laughs> Who knows? All right, but that that's they provided a platform. Suppose there were allegations of a, of a major crime in this local area, you know, involving political figures. Would you ignore it? Or would you bring people on to talk about it? And maybe those people lie. Maybe they have their own perspective. I mean, look look at how politically um, volatile Northumberland County had been in years past. Mm-hmm. You know, we didn't ignore that. We invited people on, let them express their opinion. We didn't call them liars. You know, we gave them a platform. So should we be sued for giving someone a platform whose opinions turn out to be wrong? If the host knew it was false and didn't challenge, and they're really trying but even show. there, Tucker Carlson challenged in the story. It right. says he challenged them. Right, and they're trying to show a pattern of false information. These are just two of the spokes of a 24-spoke wheel, we'll call it. All right, we're going to take a quick break. Joe and I could argue about this ad nauseum, if we haven't already, in the minds of our listeners. But what's your view on this, folks? You have to weigh in on the uh, Fox News, knew the uh, election wasn't stolen and that Dominion might have been a good company and that uh, Sydney. Powell and Trump and all of them were lying, but and continued to lie on the radio. Then, in the interest of fairness, we're going to bring out some CNN and MSNBC disasters. All right, 570-743-9565. That's 570-743-WKOK. Hmm. When car repairs get difficult... Well, I, I just don't know. Um, me neither. We get good. Sunbury Motors more than quality new and used cars. Sunbury Motors specializes in complicated auto repair diagnosis. They can handle intricate repairs and even complete auto body with service open Monday through Friday, 7 till 4. And Sunbury Motors has made simple repairs easy. Maintaining your vehicle is necessary. Finding the time to do it is difficult. Welcome to Sunbury Motors Quick Lane. Open 7 till 4, Monday through Friday. Just walk in or call ahead. Relax in their remodeled waiting room with Wi-Fi, beverages, and snacks. Will Sunbury Motors factory train techs take care of your oil change, tire alignments, brakes, and inspections. Quick Lane, 630 to 6, Monday through Friday, Saturday, 6 30 till 2. Sunbury Motors, Ford and Hyundai, North 4th Street, Sunbury, and Sunbury Motors Kia, routes 11 and 15 in Hummel's Wharf. We take the Mm. out of auto repair. All right, we have asked for phone calls. We don't have any lined up yet, but we'll take them. 570-743-9565. Why is it okay for Fox to spread lies and not MSNBC or other ones? Oh, they're allowed to do it, too. Okay. And they do. Right, right. <laughs> but uh, EB, EB points out she doesn't like my defense of Fox. Said, well, what a lame defense of Fox. First, it doesn't matter that these are opinion shows because saying that there was widespread election fraud wasn't an option. It was a lie. It wasn't an uh, It was an opinion, rather. And... And uh, it was a lie, and those talking heads knew it was a lie. They chose to say it anyway. See, they they didn't say it. They put people on who said it. They also they? said it. Did they say it? I I don't know. I, I'd like to hear the take. They still say it. Do they? Okay. <laughs> Understanding that their viewers would believe the lie because it was coming from Fox News. Second, they used the massive Fox News platform to intentionally sell that lie. You don't think that's problematic? Sure it is. A major news network with millions of nightly viewers broadcasts a conspiracy theory 
story they know is false, and it's supposed to be okay because it's a commentator rather than an anchor. Cut me a break. But, E.B., the thing you're missing here, and I, I don't think you have ever watched Fox News. I mean, you just read what MSNBC and AP and NPR say about Fox News. If you watch, let's say, for example, one of my favorite shows is Howie Kurtz and Media Buzz on Sundays. They take on Fox and they take on the other networks and they point out exactly what kind of media coverage things are getting and why it's getting it. It's the only show on the air today. I mean, they, they dropped all, what was it on uh, CNN had a show that media they dropped? Matters or something. I forget what it was, but they dropped it. But uh, Fox does analyze media coverage and I think they do it fairly and uh, they have people on from the right and the left. They never just have right-wing people on and Howie Kurtz questions them. Right, and Howie's not objective though. He is conservative, but still he does, they do allow some liberals on the show Not each some. Weekend. Every every segment has a liberal. Each weekend. Each weekend. Right? Okay. <laughs> and so do their other shows. If you tune into the five. Do you notice that the conservative always goes first and gets the most time and the liberal no. goes second and gets not the least. True. Oh, not no, true. it's very true. Not no, true. that's the format. Not true. Not true. All right. It's very true, folks. It's the actual <laughs> format of the liar. show. Liar. You're pretty you're lying. Oh, wait, I got there. a question for you. Okay. So when, uh, when Facebook, of course, was uh, doing just the opposite of Fox, you know, suppressing right. uh, conservative views and amplifying liberal views, I said, oh, well, they're just a private business. What, what difference does it make? And you said, well, that's o- an okay opinion, but they have so much significant power and authority that amplifying just one view is hardly ideal in our free marketplace of ideas. I agree. So why is it when Fox says, okay, well, we're going to suppress the truth and, and voice it as an opinion and make sure that only this conservative lie gets put out, you say, well, they have free speech. They can lie whenever they want to. Well, well you're, Facebook you're attacking was, them for doing exactly the same thing you supported the other media no, for Facebook doing. Is, Why is that not hypocrisy? Facebook <laughs> is promulgating a lie, and you say it, it's a terrible thing. So Fox promulgates a lie, and you say, no, but, it's a good thing. But the difference, is, the difference is that Fox allows people with opposing views on. The folks you're talking about cut out the opposing views because they didn't like them. There is a really large difference there. Okay, but uh, it, this isn't just about opposing views. It's about lying, about taking a lie and amplifying it. That's what the lawsuit actually says, that they took the lie and they amplified but it. But they, they said primarily, who's suing here? It's Dominion. Right. Dominion is suing well, because of claims that their software was we riddled. We should keep that in mind. That's important. Right. With, was riddled with bugs and that they were able to change votes. Now, I don't think anybody, I don't. I never heard, and I watch Fox News coverage, I'll admit, I don't watch Tucker Carlson, I don't watch Laura Ingram, and I don't Sean watch Hannity. Sean Hannity. I don't watch them. I don't care about them. They're inconsequential You have to, to watch them once in a while. No, so I don't. So you realize how bad they are. <laughs> I don't well, I don't have any interest in watching them. Right. So, oh. But I, I don't think that they actually came on and espoused lies. I don't know uh-huh. because they, they don't did. watch it. Did they? They did, yes. They came out and said Dominion's software is riddled with bugs and that they, they've yes, changed votes. Yes, and then votes. they lined up guests like Rudy Giuliani and this uh, Sydney attorney to, to say that 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 was true. Well, then why isn't this the release that Dominion made of the information that's Sparked this whole story. Why isn't it replete with video cuts of these commentators saying these libelous statements? I don't know. Maybe it is, or maybe there's transcriptions. I didn't read the whole thing. I believe E.B. must have because she seems to know more about this. But anyway, we have asked for and received an opportunity to hear the written word from individuals. So the WKOK text 
<laughs> live show, and the WKOK <laughs> email live show is now underway. So, Joe, you got a lot to read okay. here. Okay. Uh, these are texts. Silly EB, MSNBC, CNN, NPR, and the other alphabet media have been doing what you accuse Fox of every day for years. Well, I don't think that they have. Uh, I don't think MSNBC or CNN or NPR... They took... Oh, come on, Mark. They took the steel dossier, treated it as if it was absolute gospel. They took the Hunter Biden laptop story, which now everybody concedes is true, okay. and they played it down, played it, made it seem stupid and irrelevant. Right, and, that's all and verifiable. Complete, complete Russian disinformation. Okay. That's the same thing that you're accusing Fox of doing uh, no, now. No, I, I agree with you 100%. We're in lockstep agreement there. But name the private business that they deliberately lied about. Okay, see, okay complete this sentence. Okay. CNN deliberately lied about this business. Fox News. Well, they, they expressed their opinion about them. They lied about them. No. MSNBC deliberately they lied about what non-media, non-opinion when, company. When Fox said the Steele dossier was fake, they got on the air and li- lied about Fox. Right. Okay. So they're n- so natural-born they liars. I'll grant you that. Okay. <laughs> that's fine. We'll stipulate that. Fox picked out a business and said they were responsible for a stolen election. Did they Fox out, do it, or yes. did individual commentators? Because I never heard Fox News. Oh, Fox, the news reporters, uh, Fox I never heard commentators, them say. Fox commentators and their guests said that one of the reasons that Trump lost is because Dominion eliminates votes for conservatives, okay? And they came up with this big Argentine thing, and Rudy Giuliani said it was all tied to some other com- country. Right, but that anyway, was bizarre. Anybody right, believe right. that probably needed to have their well, head checked. Well, okay, maybe so. <laughs> MSNBC never singled out. The reason that there's a Dominion lawsuit is because MSNBC never singled out a single business and said that they were responsible for the Steele dossier. CNN or NPR never said, okay, well, the reason that Trump won the election is because, fortunately, uh, X company rigged the election. That's the difference here, is that Dominion filed a lawsuit because they, Fox was lying about them. All right. Well, they lie about News Corp, which is the parent company of Fox News. They do it all the time, right? But it didn't cost. It doesn't down. cost them anymore. It's just participate. It's just they're participating in this tit for tat thing that they're doing. But they haven't cost News Corp to lose any revenue. In fact, probably just the opposite. Well, yeah, and I don't know that Dominion lost any business. I mean, they're going to have to well, demonstrate. They they're they going to have to demonstrate that they that first of all that their reputation was wrongfully impugned, and secondarily that it actually cost them something. Right. That's going to be a piece of It didn't actually cost them anything. Thing, then what's the damage? How do you assess damages when there was no damage? Okay, so we have read one of the texts. Of the, <laughs> Our okay. progress is minuscule. Well, we'll read the next one. Laughing out loud, E.B., you say Fox spreads false info, but you fail to recognize that the MSM mainstream media spread the Trump-Russia collusion lie for four years. Okay, so I argue that you shouldn't diss an individual company, but you're saying individu- dissing an individual is the same thing. Lying about well, President Trump is the same no, I thing. Think, I think when they took on Dominion, let's say you're right. If Dominion wins this lawsuit... Which they will. All right. Well, you think so. Well, we'll see. We'll see who has the better attorneys. But then <laughs> Dominion has proven in a court of law that they were defamed and that that defamation cost them money. Okay? But what if they can't prove it? What if it doesn't meet the bar? 
Well, I think that opens up Fox to continue. Basically, what they're doing is that stretch the truth in favor of conservative viewpoints. Okay, but why would you, in other words, if I'm the corporate attorneys for Fox News, and let's face it, all of these people get everything heavily lawyered before they go on the air. I'm sure that before Fox News said anything about Dominion, somebody in the legal department cleared it. Right, they're, right, they are, uh, yeah, they cleared it. They said it was okay. Um, That was in the CBS thing. That okay, they, so that was their um, opinion. That was the legal opinion that Fox did nothing wrong. Yeah, that they, they had were an in opinion the that said you did nothing wrong. Now, if Dominion's attorneys, who by the way are being paid by Dominion, the same way Fox's attorneys are being paid by Fox, they come on and say, yeah, no, I think we can sue these SOBs into the ground because I think what they did is wrong. That's why we have courts. We'll find out then right. whether it was right or wrong. But just providing a platform for unpopular ideas and opinions is exactly what we're in the business of doing here. All right, we got a great email from Doug. We're going to read that on the radio very shortly. Plus, we have another one from Doug that we still haven't gotten to that relates to the clot shot. So and we have to... a story about Don Lemon. Is he suspended now? That's what I understand, okay. that he was told to take the day off after his route. You know, you would think E.B. and these other women would just be infuriated by him and what he said about Did Howie Nikki talk Haley. about this yesterday? Huh? Did Howie yes, talk? Okay, did. Yeah, I missed it. the episode. Five. I was at the wedding expo. Oh, okay. Five. five <laughs> I wasn't. I was watching Howie. Chris. I missed my Fox TV fix that I actually enjoy. 570-743-9565. That's 570-743-9565. Five six five. You can email us at on the mark at wkok.com and text us at seven zero two three six. All right, welcome back. Uh, rare that I look up at the screen midway through a good argument, and I see four open lines, but we do. We got them, so call us now. 570-743-9565 is our telephone number. 570-743-WKOK. Reuters reports that Fox News filed a counterclaim in Delaware Superior Court, a new step in the network's legal battle against Dominion's defamation case. In the counterclaim, Fox argues that Dominion's $1.6 billion lawsuit has, quote, no connection, unquote, to its values or any supposed injury it suffered. After Fox News amplified conspiratorial claims that Dominion's voting machines helped swing the election away from former President Donald Trump, Fox further argued that Dominion remains financially sound, generating annual revenues approaching $100 million, even after the election rigging claims Dominion declined, Reuters comment, a request for comment. <laughs> so there you have it. You know, there is... So it's okay if people lie about you as long as it only hurts your reputation, but their money still rolls in. Well, I'm, you're, you sued them for money. You What's didn't the sue proof? them for an apology. You sued them for money. <laughs> $1.6 billion. Right. And then EB says, the responses to my point uh, from your conservative texters is hilarious. It's so funny how the same people who are always screaming about fake news are quick to defend it when the fake news is coming from Fox. And yeah, P.S. I, I was appalled by Don Lemon's sexist comments. Don't be so quick to prejudge me. Yes, but you didn't write us a text about Don Lemon. You write us a lot about Fox News. So forgive me, E.B. So, okay, yeah. So, all right, well, let's read the screen. you got a lot of words there. Uh, WRR says, Joe, do your homework before you put your mouth in gear. Dominion has the following evidence. One, videotapes of the talking heads in the act. Depositions from the talking heads about the act. Internet emails obtained, obtained as disclosure supporting the act. Put it all together, and it appears the evidence shows the talking heads deliberately supported the lie. In the end, it will be up to the courts to decide. Well, W. 
WRR, I admit that I don't watch those shows. I just was questioning whether or not they had that type of information, and you would think that the lawsuit would be filled with it as examples. It probably is, but we don't have the whole thing. We don't have the whole thing, okay. Okay, Then uh, Doug says, EB apparently thinks it's a crime to believe that the 2020 election was not legit, despite all kinds of anomalies and states changing voting laws in the name of COVID. But yet, to people like E.B., it's perfectly fine to still believe that Trump colluded with Russia, that Hunter's laptop story was Russian disinformation, that January 6th was an insurrection, and that masks and lockdowns worked, and the vaccine is totally safe (laughs) and effective. We are lied to every day by our politicians and media, yet some continue to buy into every word they say, believing the media and politicians have the people's best interests in heart. I don't think she believes everything she hears. She just knows a lie when she sees it from Fox News. That's all she's talking about. Well, if you believe Fox News lies every single day about every single thing, it's a very easy world for you to live in, right? <laughs> well, I don't know. I watched Howard Kurtz in the past. There's molecules of truth in that show, so you can't say everything on Fox all the time. Sometimes their anchors tell the truth, like they said there was an earthquake in Turkey over the weekend. That's true. Well, you know, they all do this. I mean, the news media, they they will report a story and then bring on a group of people to tell you, in effect, how you ought to feel about it. (laughs) They all do it. Or they provide more information that could be helpful to the viewer, either way. Either way, but, you know, let's (laughs) face it, MSNBC doesn't bring on conservative talking heads to talk about the points they just made in their stories. They bring on liberals. Fox brings on conservatives most of the time, liberals some of the time. Mm -hmm. Often, both of them together at the same time. And you have to admit that's true. Oh, MSNBC has a full-time conservative. Or, or no, CNN has full-time conservatives now on board who are there all the time. Yeah, CNN, I think, is trying to make some kind of an effort. But as long as Don Lemon's sitting there, that well, isn't going to happen. Well, this started a year ago. Yeah, I haven't seen the latest. But you say now he is suspended. Uh, over the weekend... Just today. They said whether okay. or not he returned today, tomorrow would be uh, determined by, quote, where his head is at. Yeah, he kind of jumped the shark with that comment. But, you know, his 30 minutes is long since over. Well, he's well past his sell-by date, I think, right. too. Right, yeah, we got different <laughs> ways to say it, same thing. So, yeah, th- this would be a great way to uh, move him from that show. But, again, it's... And, and you look at the view. They were absolutely horrible to Nikki Haley when she announced she was running. Absolutely. We've got a call coming in. It's it's a miracle. Okay, (laughs) upper right-hand corner real quick. Okay, no matter how you banter concerning Mr. Trump, after November 8th, 2024, his status as a major influencer will be over, whether he wins or loses the election. Whomever steps up to lead the GOP will be demonized and smeared with all the swamp scum possible. DeSantis and others even thinking of running are already receiving poison arrows. All right, Joe, thanks for calling in. You're on the mark. <laughs> oh, did I push the button wrong? I don't know. Well, I call. think Joe gave up. Yeah, call back, Joe. ASAP uh, 570-743-9565 <laughs> is the telephone number. 570-743-9565. Tom yeah. has a very succinct opinion <laughs> very of pithy. me today. Very succinct opinion. Joe, you're full of it. But Tom. it's all capital letters. You're <laughs> full, of, full it. of it. Tom! <laughs> you got to say it right. Come on, say it right, Joe, will you? All right, I'm full of it. All right, so we already read that. 
Um, okay, this was uh, on Friday. We received this email, and it relates to the Alyssa Dressler Foundation was having a free cardiac EKG test at Shiklamy High School. They took 105 kids and tested them. We've since heard from them that they did text some some of the kids had uh, questionable EKGs, and so they're going to get some follow-up, so maybe prevent a case of sudden cardiac arrest. But to that end, one of our listeners says... Yes, Doug says, I heard on your news update about the 14-year-old who suffered cardiac arrest back in 2014. Obviously, that was before COVID and the clot shot. But it's funny to me how we are seeing and hearing about how to look for signs or what to do in cases of very young people with heart conditions. If you look at the numbers and statistics today, you will find that the number of people under 50 suffering and dying from cardiac arrest has gone up substantially from two years ago. Gee, I wonder what the contributing factor could be. Yet I still hear and see commercials pushing the experimental shot on everyone. I'm amazed that after three years of people being freaked out about a virus and people being willing to do or give up anything to avoid the virus, that these same people want to put their head in the sand about a vaccine that has injured and killed thousands and thousands of lives. Signed, Doug. Oh, brother. (laughs) All right, and one more email, and then we'll take the break. All right, uh, you have one cuckoo listener there. January 6th was an insurrection. The COVID vaccines are safe, etc. I notice you left the fake news unchecked. That fake news unchecked. Mm, Okay. All right, 570-743-9565, talking about the clot shot most recently, but uh, the Dominion lawsuit uh, versus Fox News host that knew the election theft topic was a lie and besmirched Dominion anyway. Oh, there's a good word, besmirched. Right, that's very (laughs) biblical. 570-743-9565, what's your view on this topic? 570-743-WK, you can email us as no one has done at the moment at on the mark at wkok.com and you can text us at 70236 include the keyword OTM there's something to be said about a sale with a handshake a service technician who really knows what he's doing they can explain it in English what the problem is there's nothing better than having that friend you could trust in the area that's Sunbury Motors, where you get selection, knowledgeable salespeople, and prices that fit your budget, and more important, that friend you can trust. Welcome to Sunbury Motors, Kia, Ford, and Hyundai. You could chop other dealers and compare prices, but at Sunbury Motors, you get their lowest price promise. They research the current used vehicle market and guarantee their used car prices are the lowest. If you find a lower price, Sunbury Motors will beat it. Three dealers, all in one. See their full, new, and pre-owned inventory at sunburymotors.com. Pick out a vehicle you like and schedule your test drive online. Follow them on Facebook. Sunbury Motors Ford and Hyundai, North 4th Street, Sunbury, and Sunbury Motors Kia, routes 11 and 15 in Hummel's Wharf. Welcome back to WKOK Live Telephone Talk Show on the Mark. I am Mark Lawrence. Mr. Joe's across from me. He is a natural-born conservative and Fox lover. And on the other side of the glass is a person <laughs> with no discernible politics that I've ever detected as producer, Mr. Rob Center. And probably has them, I just don't... He does. I've heard them. Oh, okay. Was he liberal or conservative? 
that's for you, me to know and you to find oh, okay. out. Okay, <laughs> so you heard them privately. <laughs> All right, so we were talking about a uh, Fox News being sued by Dominion, and the lawsuit clearly states that Fox News that uh, knew that the Dominion election theft topic was a lie, but uh, amplified it a gazillion times over anyway, so they're being sued for that, even though one of our listeners says, actually, Dominion's making more money than ever. Now, that wasn't, that was Reuters saying that. Reuters, But okay. that was in the counterclaim that Fox alleges they're making Versus that Dominion, money. Versus Dominion, yeah. So any claim that Dominion lost money, Fox says is false. Anything that Fox says, Dominion says is a lie anyway, so I'm sure they're not going to suddenly expect them well, to I, tell I, the truth. I think the basic argument here is, at what point, even if people come on and they, they actually tell stories that are not true or turn out to be not true. If it is an issue that is in the public interest or the people are interested in that issue and whether or not the election was stolen is certainly something everybody <laughs> should be interested in. Right. Do you know, do you believe that our elections are secure? Let's say that's the basic premise. Are the elections in the United States of America for president secure? Okay, so that's the basic premise that you start with and then you bring people in who say yes, our elections are secure and you bring in people who say no, they aren't or you bring in people People will say, well, I'm a little concerned about this, that, or the other thing. Mm -hmm. And if in the process you talk about a company that is trying to become the premier election provider in the country, you know, and whether or not their product is secure is certainly a legitimate topic for discussion. However, you should also provide them a platform to come on and counteract the the accusations made by well, the Rudy Giuliani's and the, uh, what's that woman's Providing name? them a platform isn't the same as screw scrutinizing the lies and when you clearly know that they're a lie, continuing to amplify them. This isn't about counter or, you know, equal time, not the legal definition of it, but sort of the de facto version. It's not about equal time. It's about amplifying lies that you know are lies. All right. Well, you know, if I like the word amplify. How do you amplify a lie? You repeat it over and over on all your platforms. And that's what Fox did. Over and over again, every newscast they had, they lied about Dominion. Every every well, minute of the day, sure they were lying about Dominion. I'm sure there must have been something true someday. I, don't, <laughs> I didn't listen all the time. I think it's, it's concerning to me that people, you know, come after you from a lawsuit for trying to present both sides of an issue. No, they were if not, Fox, Joe. Well, were... let me finish. If Fox crossed the line, a jury will decide that they did right. and assess a penalty against them. Right. But up to that point, in this country, we tend to believe that people are innocent until proven guilty. Right. Well, no one's saying they're guilty I mean, in any sort of a criminal fashion. He is. is. All, <laughs> that, it doesn't carry any weight other than on this show. It's just the question is, are they civilly liable? That's what we're trying to determine. And I think, I think they may well be if if they did in fact amplify it but i think what bothers me is that we're drawing we're we're plastering fox news with this vile if you will uh, allegations of deliberately lying and misleading people when it isn't the news division it's the talking heads that do it the and the talking heads the talking heads on msnbc are just as bad i mean i've heard horrible stuff from some of those people yeah but they don't pick out a business and start to tell no, us no they pick out they pick out conservatives right, they pick people. out individuals well, that's different if you're a public person and somebody lying about you. It's not very nice, but it's not against the law. It's well, I mean, there's a very high bar to prove defamation on a part of a public official. Right. If I came on and say, well, the mayor of Shemokin Dam's a crook. Uh, he isn't, by the way. He's a wonderful guy. I heard about it. <laughs> not handsome, but I'll tell you what. But, you know, when I come on and I start talking... president. I start talking about how crooked the mayor of Shemokin Dam is. Without you know, proof. Without and proof. then I tell you, look, I know, Joe, he's 100% not crook. And you go on the air and say, he's a crook, 
then you're promulgating something you know to be a lie. Not really. You told me it's a lie, but how do I know you're telling me the truth? <laughs> <laughs> that's what I'm saying. This is all very complicated, and that's why the bar on companies you know, being defamed right. is so very high. A few years ago, look at, do uh, you remember t- the Tylenol scare when people uh, were tampering with the Tylenol sure. tablets and they were putting, what, cyanide or something in there and it killed a few people? What did that company do? Immediately, they pulled all of their product off the market and immediately said, you know, this is a problem. You know, we recognize that. We're not going to sell any more of this stuff until we can re- retool, repackage, and provide additional security. And today, their market share is great than it was beforehand because they took you know definitive action prob- yeah well no they 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 owned up to their problem and they corrected it you know take Norfolk Southern and that's not exactly what they're doing out in in Ohio but they did uh, their president did finally show up there so if you take on Norfolk Southern if you come on and say they're a horrible railroad they're they're killing people through their or injuring people you're not exactly telling the truth, are you? All right. Upper right-hand corner, too. Okay. Doug says, just because the media dubbed January 6th an insurrection and then proclaimed that the vaccine was totally safe and effective certainly doesn't make it so. Also, is it just me, or does it seem that when conservatives question things, it call, it's called a conspiracy theory, yet if the left says something, it's considered gospel? <laughs> <laughs> Depends on how flaky you are, I guess. Uh, another listener says, when we talked about an opulent school in the Midwest. Uh, As an alumni of Danville Area School District, Deal School, in its inaugural year in 1975, the planetarium was a waste of money, not used very often. All right. And uh, E.B. The final word. Innocent until proven guilty, unless your name is Hunter Biden, right? No, he's innocent until proven guilty. Well, he's innocent. And he's not been charged with anything. Right. At least on this show. Yeah. After (laughs) one of the investigations started in 2018, (laughs) he's not charged with anything. He's not charged, although he is under investigation. Right. Definitely. And I think we've we've been clear about that, have we not? Yep. Tomorrow, we will talk about an Arizona city council that wants to change the name of street signs. Joe, you hate it when we rewrite history, but the people for whom the streets are named have ties to the KKK. Now, is that all they ever did? Is they remember? That's why they named streets after right. them because and they were in the Joe KKK. Joe will defend <laughs> the Lynch and Fools. They have one street called Lynch and Fools Street. No, they do not. <laughs> the other one is called uh, the Hooded Fraternity. The Hooded Knights of the KKK. There you street. go. So we'll talk about that tomorrow. Thanks for listening, everybody. Thanks for participating, and thanks for all your calls. This is WKOK Sunbury.